0: I am Michelle Abraham the host join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today join us and let's get amplified hello hello amplify you Michelle Abraham you're host and I am so excited today. Today I'm bringing you a behind the mic interview with Angela Fay. So Angela is one of the many hosts at Canada, she's part of the Canada podcast team. So we're going to dive into what that means but also Angela is a mobilizing speaker, an impact coach, a promoter, and author who loves to empower purpose-driven individuals and geographically connected property owners to build and imagine places worth living for which I love this Angela That sounds so cool. So you've also built and sold an award-winning real estate development company, and we're going to dive into all sorts of goodies today for you guys. You're coming to us all the way from Vancouver Island, which is our neighbor from where I am on the Sunshine Coast. So we're waving at each other across the water. And so thanks for being with us today. Awesome. Thanks, Michelle. It is a pleasure you're welcome well it's so great to interview another podcast house because I just love how we can have that interaction and that banter and tell us all about Canada's podcast and I know one of the other hosts as well he was one of the very first people I met in podcasting way back in 2012 he came to my meetup groups uh, that was Robert it's really cool to see his name on the Canada podcast team as well so tell us a little about Canada's podcast it seems like an amazing podcast
1: well, let me actually just start by acknowledging Robert, because since he's a mutual connection of ours, my colleague, is he started Vancouver's Entrepreneur, That's right. and it That's was a podcast, movies. yeah, and he would, like, talk to all the movers and shakers in Vancouver, and this was a big piece of his uh, social media company, and, uh, you know, also his marketing tool, I'm sure, and he connected with a colleague of mine, Phil Bliss. And who wouldn't want to do business with a guy with the last name Bliss? Yeah, like. exactly. sounds he's, great. yeah, he's a friend of mine in uh, Toronto. And he has an intelligent marketing company called Perceptible. And when Robert and Phil got together, mm-hmm. uh, Robert had his grand vision to take Canada, or Vancouver's Entrepreneur National. Where Perceptible had, saw an opportunity is they were an intelligent marketing uh, platform, software as a service platform, and they, were, they had challenges servicing their clients well with targeted media. And so they've actually started two media brands, and one of them is Canada's Podcast. So we intentionally now help connect entrepreneurs across Canada. We are intentionally positioned coast to coast. We have hosts across Canada and we sh- we know that storytelling is, is the evolution, if you like, of uh, intelligent marketing. When, when you can tap into uh, stories and emotions and, you know, connect with people more deeply, more intimately, and then you can actually leverage the algorithms and the data sets of the podcast itself and readership and viewership. And, and you can, you know, transcript podcast into, uh, you know, words so that people can search words. And so all of these sort of intelligent marketing uh, strategies are built into our podcasts. So really, our number one goal is to connect entrepreneurs in a more intimate way And then, you know, obviously help them transform the world for a better future.
0: I love that. How many hosts are there in Canada's podcast There
1: are eight. So we have Robert and I here in British Columbia. We we really try we try to focus in our geographies Mm -hmm. so that we can get a deeper culture because we have a deeper cultural understanding of of the business environment per province. But sometimes we, we end up uh, doing a few interviews out of, out of province, but so Robert and I in BC, we have two in Alberta, we have two in Toronto, we have two in Quebec, and we are about to onboard a new host in the Maritimes and one in the Prairie Provinces.
0: Awesome. So I love how you guys are spread across the country. So you really develop the content that's specific to your area. Yet you guys are bridging the entire country and doing this in such a strategic way of bringing entrepreneurs together. What a cool concept. And have you you found or have you seen any other um, podcasts that are kind of similar to this where there's so many hosts and it kind of is doing a similar kind of thing or you guys are really an anomaly in the podcasting space?
1: For for what we've found, uh, Mm -hmm. yes, we're an anomaly in the podcasting space in so much as we are actually intentionally uh, showcasing a national uh, entrepreneurial movement. So, you know, and and given the scope and size of Canada, you know, this might be happening in some of the smaller European countries. I haven't discovered them yet, but I hope to. And, uh, you know, but but trying to combat that on a a country the size of Canada
0: has been both a challenge, but also very rewarding. I bet. Holy smokes. you like spread all across Canada. And I'm sure like each province brings its own challenges to entrepreneurship and its own insights to entrepreneurship. I would I would imagine that B.C. Has a really strong entrepreneur presence. Um, I feel like actually on the Sunshine Coast here, I, I'm actually in a co working space right now um, that is a part of the Sunshine Coast Economic Development Organization uh, called Scrito, And they opened three of these on the Sunshine Coast because they found out that there's more than 36% of our population here on the coast are actually entrepreneurs. And I'm sure that's similar for the island for you as well. That's a pretty high statistic. I got to say thirty six percent. that's awesome. Well, and
1: i I think what uh, what being coast to coast allows us to do is really tap into you know, the entrepreneurial culture per region mm-hmm. to find out those stats and to to find out where there might be gaps in the market or you know some opportunities in ecosystem building. Uh, like, it, you know, if there's a gap of not having a co-working space, clearly, that to me, that's uh, I, having had a co-working space for the last six years myself, that was one of my goals is, is I know that it's an essential piece of infrastructure. Uh, you know, you definitely need a gathering place for entrepreneurs to both work um, and uh, both on demand and permanently if you need it, but also where you can actually just pop you know, the water, I call it the water cooler, the water conversation, cooler. Yeah. right? Where opportunity, where suddenly I'm just bumping into Michelle and say, Michelle, oh, I'm looking for the, I have these first challenges. Suddenly you just say, I can connect you with some solutions to solve that problem. And that happens all the time, right? And quite often people end up, the longer they get to know each other, they often collaborate on projects, which, mm-hmm. uh, which are 10
0: times more impactful than working alone. Absolutely. I was a super big advocate for co-working spaces. I started mine in 2013. Uh, I was one of the first uh, co-working spaces outside of the downtown core area. But what I found, there was a lot of education around the co-working space because once I got out to the suburbs, it was like people were like, well, why do we need a co-working space? We have big offices in our houses. And where it's like the city, yeah, they have small apartments, so there was more of a need for it. But we found our niche with people who worked in teams that that didn't want to work each other's homes and you're right the more these people started working together the more they would collaborate and I would hire them they would hire me we would do like oh there's so many it just became like one big family and it's interesting but the water cooler talk my team was just talking about it. And our team at Amplify You, we all work virtually and remotely uh, yet we're all in BC as well but we are some of us have never met because we're <laughs> you know in but we're all geographically spread out throughout our province and uh, the one thing we were saying was we missed the water cooler talks (laughs) absolutely absolutely and you know there's I I mean it's uh amplified
1: amplified literally with COVID that we're all more in our home space but you know as as uh the future of work really Mm -hmm. is that we will all be distributed we will all be you know on our laptops working and the human connection and how those that you choose to engage with in person uh, pl- has a different role, right? That that does not necessarily become your day-to-day administration and your day-to-day operations. I believe the people that you choose to connect with in person are your collaborators. They are mm-hmm. your network expansion partners. They are your complementary archetypes right or your your complementary mm-hmm. skill sets when um when you focus on this in person it wouldn't it be great if i bumped into Michelle or Evan or others at the amplify u team that you know that can say listen and you know this is your skill set your pr communications business advocacy but you know let's back up a little have you thought about this mm-hmm. and having different minds to uh, invigorate your own thinking, it, it's very, very difficult to put a value on that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, essentially, um, we're both sharing the same thing, which is co-working and collaboration is invaluable, really, to the
0: new business models of tomorrow. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I can, you know, it's funny, in that same location that we started our first co-working space back to um, almost eight years ago, um, there's now actually like 13 co-working spaces in that one area. And it's so funny because it was like, we thought we were, we almost we almost went out of business because there was not like people were just like, what? Um, but it's nice to see that that's where the world's going. And especially COVID, I think it's kind of forced that on us a little bit too, which is so cool. So now you're the founder of Future Bill, So I want to pivot and talk about that just for a second. So what is Future Bill, And it all ties in with what you're doing, I think, in, it does. In this world which is super cool.
1: <laughs> well, and a little bit like uh, that, you know. Every problem is not really a problem. It's actually an opportunity if you if you combat it creatively. Like Robert and Phil's challenges with you know Robert had the vision to take Canada's podcast national. Phil had the problem of you know having a, a medium that allowed the the connections he was looking for in order to grow his business. Those two merged and created Canada's podcast. I have a similar story, which is, you know, I was operating a co-working space for six years. Uh, my my original vision at expanding my business was having, you know, more physical spaces in on Vancouver Island. I had this vision of five spaces, and. Part of and then part of the business model of co-working spaces is layering revenues, right? It's having an investment fund where you can fund startups. It's having an event series that is more than just the locals attending. It's like in your example, having a podcast where it both uh, is marketing and revenue generation built in. So it's really about having a diversified revenue, and the space is the leveraged asset that allows you to build a business and so i spent 5 years propagating to everybody that came into the space to go digital make sure that you have digital revenue streams and covid hit and i was really in that just past the the good startup phase and onboarding all of my digital revenue streams and i you know cash flow ends right <laughs> which is all of my cash flow, which was really in the bricks and mortar side of the business, selling offices, meeting spaces on demand, event space on demand, you know suddenly those things were uh, non-existent with COVID. And I saw very quickly, I, I, I think we came back from spring break last year with my kids, literally during the COVID <laughs> crisis. And, uh, I knew immediately that this was not going to be the three week shutdown that was first announced. I suspect that it could take up to three years. So we'll yet see. Uh, and I just said, you know, you, you just can't afford to spend $12,000 a month on, on uh, my pockets personally weren't deep enough to, you know, maintain three years potentially of $12,000 output without input. And so I actually intentionally closed that business and and launched Futureville. So Futureville, our massively transformative purpose is to imagine and build, right? So imagine and build places of the future, so villages of the future, places worth living for. And what that means is basically uh, my sort of magic and, and fun for me is in the public relations, communications and business brokering. That's where I love it. I'm not necessarily the the producer of 3D printed homes uh, and nor am I the commercial builder that would love to be able to implement this technology. I'm the broker in between. So I love making sure that we get all the messaging right and we connect people to the right people at the right time. And so that is the business of, of Futureville. We are a platform, we have multiple revenue streams planned, but we're launching with uh, representing a handful of businesses and suppliers uh, and product you know, producers uh, that, w- that we, sh- we as a as a as a world should be deploying smarter, faster, better. Than ever imagined. So uh, I we're coming up with campaigns and solutions like a road show, which is taking 3D printed companies into communities across Western Canada, so they can have a lived experience of touching and feeling and watching how they're built, so that people can pre-order. That would be an example of some of the uh, PR and engagement strategies that we're deploying,
0: and then you know of course we'll we'll grow over time. Mm, that's an exciting place to be at in business, where you get to, you know, marry two two very uh, complimentary services or programs to then create something even more amazing uh, and bring it out to the public that it's going to enhance their experience with something. So I love what you're up to. I think that's really fascinating. So future billing, future billing, future proofing and future billing are, are our countries where you're going to next. That's awesome. I love this. So Angela, it's been so awesome to have you on our podcast. And we've learned so much about, you know, how you are doing podcasts differently, how you're actually, you're so innovative in what you're creating with the Futureville and all the exciting things that you have coming up there. What is something that you're most looking forward to as we're going further into 2021 right now? So I have joined
1: a a community of consultants and entrepreneurs and uh, movers and shakers called the Open EXO community. And the reason why I'm so excited about this group is because it is a complete uh, ecosystem of uh, people who are doing you know who are exponential focused on exponential organizations so i am a, an ambassador for that group i am i have the consultancy training in that group to actually help pivot uh, both a mindset and a business model shift and of course my focus is in the built environment so independent commercial property owners or communities that are that are Um, have property owners collectively proximate. So that community is very exciting for me. I would encourage anybody to uh, follow and look for and search for how to become an exponential organization or an exponential individual.
0: Mm, That's amazing. So where would you suggest people who look to find out more information about that?
1: So for that, uh, you can connect with me first at uh, Futureville on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I will send you an actual referral code to join the community. And the, you know, the more touch points you have with people in the community, the more we can broker the right mm-hmm. connections for you.
0: Yeah, that's great. Is it would be kind of like finding joint venture partners for people in there, or is it on a different kind of level?
1: Absolutely, it's yeah. quite a community. They mm-hmm. have their own currency. So we actually have our own uh, digital currency within that. So we actually trade services mm-hmm. With, mm-hmm. with each other with cryptocurrency and fiat currencies. But there's also a marketplace and every day they're, they're looking for advisors and coaches and consultants. Uh, sometimes there's investment opportunities. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's quite
0: a dynamic group amazing that sounds like an, a really cool part of future-proofing what we're doing and um i just love uh, i love the way that this business is just so fast-forwarding into a new way of doing business a new way of being a new way of and angela you're for sure at the forefront of this and uh it's been really cool to have this conversation with you leading the way in our future of the way we do business with each other as entrepreneurs and um it was a very exciting time so any last words angela, before we let you go I just want to say thank you to you, Michelle. It's been a pleasure to be on here. I look
1: forward to possibly engaging with Amplify You in mm-hmm. greater, more
0: capacity going forward. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here with us and spending your time today. It's been our pleasure and we look forward to following you on your new adventures as you uh, forge the way through (laughs) entrepreneurism and business in our country. So thank you for all that you do. And guys, Amplify You family, make sure you connect with Angela on LinkedIn and um, at Futureville and uh, make sure you connect with her over there. All right. Thanks again, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Angela.